0: Welcome to the latest edition to the Compliance Podcast Network, the podcast, 10 for 10, which brings you the week's top 10 compliance stories curated together in one podcast each week. Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, brings you the compliance professional stories you need to be aware of at the end of your busy week. Sit back, and in 10 minutes, hear about the stories every compliance professional should be aware of. Every Saturday, 10 for 10 highlights the most important news, insights, and analysis for the compliance professional, all curated by the voice of compliance, Tom Fox. Get your weekly filling of compliance stories with 10 for 10. Hosted by Tom Fox. 10 for 10 is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Stories from the week ending December 16, 2023. We begin with uh, a story from Reuters that a U.S. judge has ruled, or at least a magistrate has ruled that Elon Musk must cooperate with the latest SEC probe, and he must testify again around his $44 billion takeover of the company formerly known as Twitter. The U.S. Magistrate Beeler quickly rejected arguments by Musk's attorneys that the SEC does not have authority to issue subpoenas, which is about the most inane argument I think you can make, but typical of Musk lawyers. Next up, in a very significant development, Congress has passed a new anti-bribery law for the 21st century. It It is entitled the Foreign Extortion Prevention Act, and our story comes to us for Transparency International. The bill would make it a crime for a foreign official to demand or accept a bribe from a U.S. company or demand or accept any bribe that substantially impacts U.S. commerce. Um, this is a huge step forward. Obviously, the FCPA, the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, is a supply-side law only uh, making illegal uh, companies that pay bribes. And here uh, we have uh, a bill to make uh, a quid pro quo on the other side. Now, whether U.S. can get jurisdiction over these foreign officials, obviously that's an open question, but it's a big step forward. Uh, next up. A story from The Pillar, a first-time contributor to this podcast, uh, reports that the Pope Francis met with officials from the staff of the Auditor General Office from the Vatican and said that there must be merciful discretion when dealing with cases of corruption and balance the need that need with absolute transparency. So... I'm not quite sure what merciful discretion means, whether it means you allow the wrongdoers to be mercifully forgiven, but it seems like a very inauspicious start to a pretty serious matter, which is an audit of uh, Vatican finances. Uh, The uh, Vatican has been rife with corruption allegations over the past several years, and this is a much-needed step for transparency. But when the Pope says, be discreet, well... We'll see if they're discreet. Next up from the U.S. State Department reports that with a press release, it's leveraging tools to promote accountability and counter global corruption. On the occasion of International anti corruption Day, the U.S. is taking the following actions to um, promote accountability for corrupt actors. It designated over 30 million, excuse me, 30 individuals um, as a desi- uh Especially designated individuals uh, building upon the Magnitsky Human Rights Accountability Act and uh, where there's credible information of foreign officials have been involved in corruption, they will be ineligible for entry into the United States. So no Disney World for you. Uh, I can't think of a much bigger sanction on a corrupt Russian. Uh, next up from the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal, Richard Vandaford reporting that once again, uh, the United States Department of Justice has been required to defend its use of NPAs and DPAs. Nicole Argentieri, acting assistant attorney general for the criminal division, said the use of settlements um, was an important uh, tool in the government's quiver Uh, They are serious agreements that are highly negotiated, and they require a forward-looking change by the company. They are not a pass. Um, Obviously, questioning around these has been something that's been going on for many, many years, uh, and the DOJ uh, has had to defend their uh, apparent leniency. Of course, we don't know all of the facts which go into individual DPAs and MPAs. And multiple factors do, particularly including uh, self-disclosure, cooperation, remediation, and, of course, all of that going forward. So it depends on what you're trying to do. Are you trying to spank and punish? Are you trying to change behavior? What uh, incentives are you putting in place for companies to self-disclose? All of these factors go into a resolution. And uh, right now, those resolutions are largely NPAs and DPAs. Next up, the second of two stories this week from the Wall Street Journal, this time from the oil and energy uh, section. Uh, BP, the company formerly known as British Petroleum, has docked former CEO Bernard Looney as much as $40 million over, quote, serious misconduct, end quote. The serious misconduct was him lying to the board about past relationships with colleagues. This uh, includes maximum potential value of salary, pension payments, deferred bonuses, and other compensation he might have received. The board um, concluded that he had made, quote, misleading assurances about his past relationships that were, quote, inaccurate and incomplete. Sounds like lying to me. A spokesman for Looney did not respond to a request for comment. Uh, he had told the company's board in September he had not been fully transparent. So, um, guys, don't sleep with the co-workers. If you do, don't lie to the board about it. Next up from Reuters, a report of a FCPA settlement as Freeport Commodities has agreed to pay $98 million to settle charges of a corruption scheme uh, to misappropriate material non-public information from Brazilian f- officials around Petrobras. Uh, obviously, Petrobras scandal has rocked uh, literally across the globe the commodity traders uh, are finally getting their due um, they thought they were exempt or weren't going to be covered by the fcpa literally for years and it turns out of course that's not true particularly when you think about commodity traders and energy outside the united states energies companies are all state-owned enterprise so if you get non-material public information. That's not only a potential antitrust or anti-competitive violation, but it's also an FCPA violation. So uh, if you're a trading company and you haven't looked into this issue, you better do it uh, because the DOJ is coming for you. Uh, Next up from Bloomberg, think corruption is taken too lightly in the United States? Well, in China, a ex Bank of China manager was jailed for life over a $322 million fraud. It handed down a life sentence to a uh, <coughs> Zhao Jing, a former bank manager who was repatriated, sorry, from the U.S. to China two years ago. He was convicted of fraud and embezzlement and misappropriation. Uh, He took advantage of loopholes at the lender and made fraudulent loans, which he kept. His accomplices received 12- to 13-year sentences, but he got the big one, life. And our final story comes to us from the Financial Times, and it is, of course, the ongoing saga of Wirecard. And the former CFO of Wirecard has finally been charged with fraud. Munich prosecutors charged Burkhard Lay who was a CFO from 06 to 2017 uh, with fraud in his role in the collapse of the former high-flying German payments firm. This will be our final 10 for 10 for 2023. I'd like to wish everyone a great holiday season, and we look forward to visiting with you again in 2024. Thank you much for listening to this episode of 10 for 10. As I mentioned in prior episode, this is the one request I've received most often from podcast listeners of the Daily Compliance News to put together a summary at week's end, so that every compliance professional can catch up on the news quite quickly. So I hope you will subscribe, rate, and review for this new podcast edition to the Compliance Podcast Network family. Ten for ten. If you've got an idea for a podcast, I'd love to hear from you. I start. Many shows based upon ideas from listeners. Give me a shout. You can reach me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. 10 for 10 is a proud member of the Compliance Podcast Network.